David Hurtado. I'm the lead pastor here at Camp CC, and so glad. Maybe if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Glad you're here with us. Um, I do this thing where I try to hang out before and after services, so if I hadn't had a chance to meet you or talk with you yet, please don't be shy. Come up to me. I like people. Uh, I'm, I'm into that sort of thing. I think to be a pastor, you should be kind of into that sort of thing. Be horrible if you hated people and you're a pastor. Anyway, so um, come meet me outside. Love to do that. This Sunday, I've been looking forward to since like mid-July. Okay, I've been like prayerfully thinking about it, excited about this Sunday, and you came on the perfect Sunday. This Sunday is going to be like the unveil monstrosity extravaganza amazingness. So cool. And so you came on the right Sunday, and, uh, and, and I'm super excited about this, but you're going to have to wait to the very end so that we can talk about it together. So uh, keep yourself focused and keep yourself, your mind's eye open. Uh, pay attention the whole time because it's going to be a fun ride. Are you ready? Listen, it's going to be a fun ride. Are you ready? Okay, good. Okay, awesome. So this story starts about you know, 20 to 22 years ago. Okay, that's where we're going to start today. I'm about 16, 17, 18 years old. That's why I say 20 to 22. I'm not sure which year it was. And so I'm kind of, you know, late teens is the idea. And I just started going to church, about 14, 15 years old. Didn't grow up in this whole church thing. New to me. Uh, all these stories of the Bible are like, wow, that's really happened type of thing. I'm just kind of learning it for the first time, 15, 16, 17 years old. And so I'm going this church, and if you know my history at all, if, I, if you've been here a little bit, you know, my parents came from another country, Columbia, South America. They didn't meet there, came to the United States on students' visas, and they met each other here. Even though they're from the same country, they met each other here. They got married. In those days, you get married and you have a baby, you can become a citizen of the United States. And so I'm here with my parents and my older brother, and we're kind of first generation of the United States. All right, my uh, first language was uh, Spanish, but I forgot how to talk it. And, and now, you know, completely English. And and so I grew up in this thing, and, uh, and, and no family. I don't, that might be a hard one for you to process, but no family. There's no uncles. There's no aunties. There's no grandparents. There's no cousins. There's none of that. None of that. Uh, we just didn't have it. Everybody is in another country 5,000 miles away. And so uh, all of a sudden go through life, had troubled upbringing, very, very difficult childhood. Parents split up. Mother was a victim of violent crime. Uh, just horrible, horrible. We go bankrupt the whole bit. And then finally come to the place where I find church or I find God and I start going to church and going, and, and quickly I become the kid in our church that everybody's praying for. And so, man, we gotta pray for, they called me Big Dave back then. We gotta pay for Big Dave. He's gonna, we gotta, he's gotta come to know Jesus. He's gotta, his eyes gotta be open. He's coming. I came every week. And I got all these, like, what I would call family members I never had in my life. The uncles and the aunties were like the mentors in the church. And, and there's these grandparent-type figures. And uh, a lot of people that I go to funerals now, I just went recently in August to a funeral, this little lady who, like, grandmother me, and she just passed away in August. And so all these, all the stuff that I didn't have as a family, I found in the church. And so there was this one particular family that came up to me and said, David, we want to let you know on a secret of something we do that's really special in this Thanksgiving Christmas season. I don't remember if it was closer to Thanksgiving or Christmas, but it was in definitely in the season, uh, the season of giving, the season of Thanksgiving, you know, that whole kind of thing. And I want to let you know about the secret. And I said, sure, I love secrets. I can keep a secret. And so he said to me, you know, here, here's what we do as a family. We pick one person every year and we take them. We kind of like, we kind of like uh, kidnap them for a day and we take them on a shopping spree. 
And we don't only give them like one outfit, we give them like a whole new wardrobe. I'm like, that is really cool. It's a season of giving, it's Thanksgiving, it's Christmas time. And you take somebody that you see in need and you go and you like lavish on them, uh, you know, a free gift of a shopping spree. That is so cool. And he looks at me and he goes, and this tree want it to be you. And I was like, you know, it's funny. It was, it was a really cool story until it was about me, you know. And it was like, you know, my, the hood mentality came out. Like, what are you saying about the way I dress? You know, try to say something wrong with the way I dress? I mean, you guys can see. I mean, I may not be GQ, but close. <laughs> anyway, long story. Yeah. Uh, long story. Basically, I got up this morning. I wake up my wife and I go, am I okay? She says yes, and I walk out the door. That's how that works. All right. But anyway, the, the, you know, it, I, what, what is this? Am I your project now? You, you, want, you, wanna, you wanna clothe me? Or, is this gonna be one of those things where I go to church and you tell all your little buddies, look, we got the chubby Hispanic kid and we dressed him up. Look how pretty he looks now. Is it gonna be something like that? Is that what's going on? Or, and, uh, and it's almost like he could read the expression of my face and know that I was having a hard time with this. And he said, I just wanna let you know one thing. There's one rule in this, if you decide that you want to do this. I said, what's the rule? He said, well, you're not allowed to tell anybody that we did this for you, and I'm not allowed to tell anybody either. In fact, we've done this for 10 years already, and I won't tell you one person that we've done it for, because that's not what it's all about. It's not what it's all about. So if you do this, you're going to remain silent. Only you and I will know, and God will know that we're doing this together. And uh, he goes, because that's not what this is about. And I thought to him, what, what is this about? So I asked, so what is this about for you? Why would you do something like this? And I'll never forget the line he told me. He said, you know, I've been given so much, David. I've been given so much. I can't help but want to give back. I've been given so much, David, that I just can't help but want to give back. Like, it's got to come to me, overflow into a generous, as, as God has been generous to me, it's got to overflow into generosity for others. It's it just got to work that way. I can't keep it to myself. It would be wrong to do that. Because you know now, David, you've been coming to church a little bit. You know Jesus now. You know that when we didn't know God, we were alienated from him. We were separated from him. We're as far as uh, light is from darkness, we were away from God. And God said, I'm going to do something. I'm going to come down, send Jesus so that you can measure up to me, so that you can have a way to where you can be in my presence, so you don't have to spend eternity away from me. He gave us that, David. That was his generosity. He gave it to us. And not only did he do that, but now in my life, I mean, we're not rich. We're, we're not, but we have no needs. We have a lot of greeds that we wish we had. We have no needs. God is taking care. We're not living under the poverty line. God is taking care of us, David. And, and I've been blessed with so much I can't help but want to give back. It's like God's generosity has overflowed to me, and I've got to let it trickle down to you. Long story short, um, you know, I, I decided to jump on and, and you know, the, the, did the shopping spree, and none of those clothes fit anymore, and it's 20 years ago. Um, <laughs> But have you ever been like on a cruise setting where they do that black and white day where you dress up in a suit and everybody gets all fancy dancey, take pictures, and then they have this like champagne set up in a, and they set up like a pyramid. And they got this guy on the ladder and he takes a champagne glass and he pours it over the cup until there's no more champagne in the bottle. And of course, the little cups can't hold that champagne. And so it just kind of overflows and trickles down to all the cups underneath. And they keep on bringing more champagne bottles. And every time they put the champagne, it just trickles down until all the cups in the pyramid are full of champagne. And that's not unlike the effects of generosity when we allow ourselves to be poured out and overflow 